to Mouth of the South podcast. Welcome to the rambling of a progressively optimistic truth teller. I am that truth teller, your host Shay. Thanks for tuning in. We are back for another episode, episode 203. We're cranking them out here. This one's a little bit late, but you know that's fine because yesterday was a celebration for me. I am, I would say, a good a good 87% of my loved ones are Aquariuses, Aquarii, Aquarians, whatever you call them. But it's their season, and I was celebrating a very special birthday yesterday. My boo thing's birthday, my partner. Happy birthday to him. And also, we're celebrating the beginnings of Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, my people. Happy, happy Black History Month. My my light's hating on me right now. Let me fix it. Okay, there we go. That's better. Happy Black History Month, folks. The, the shortest month for the littest people, but it is okay. Happy Black History Month to my people. Um, celebrate like no other this month. You made it through 2020, okay? You're still kicking. You made it to another Black History Month. Just take take the gems and the joys that you find within this month, within our ancestors, within our, our our brothers and sisters that are still fighting this everlasting fight of being black in America with us, okay? <clears throat> take that joy and that self-love and let it carry you from this month forward, okay? From 93 till infinity. Happy, happy Black History Month. Happy black, period, okay? Just happy being black. Um, we do have some... Some now ancestors, some icons, some historic, some black history icons who didn't make it to this Black History Month with us, you know, rest in power to Cicely Tyson, the icon, the legend, okay, 96 years young when she left this earth. Could you, like, I'm 30, soon to be 31, but I cannot imagine being on this earth for 96 years. Like, I don't know what the world's going to look like, you know. Lord willing, that I make it to C96. So um, rest in power to Cicely Tyson. She has passed on and she fought the fight while she was here, okay? She, her acting, her skills, okay? She she was on the screen before any other black sisters that looked like her was able to be on the screen, okay? She opened up doors and left them wide open for uh, black actors and actresses behind to follow behind her. And to, you know, fight for roles that they actually wanted to play, not just stereotypical roles, but, you know, roles that influenced the culture. So rest in power to Cicely Tyson, rest in power to the Henry Hank Aaron, okay, um, another legend. Uh, I think he was 86 or 87 years young, so he passed on as well last month, Um Alabama legend down south, Mobile, you know, South Alabama legend, broke Babe Ruth's home run wet record, you know, just broke all of the, the records and barriers in baseball. So rest in power to him as well. This episode is dedicated to the lover in you, in you. Okay, let me stop. Let me stop. Y'all, I'm no singer. I'm just a podcaster. <laughs> okay. But this episode is dedicated to blackness. Okay. Let's celebrate being black 
and 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 let's celebrate this month like no other okay let's go ahead and get this episode started you already know what it is you already know how we do email the kid okay if you got some some bless your heart submissions that you want to drop into the email box mouthsouthpod at gmail.com and without further ado let's go ahead and get into some political shit So guys, I actually tune in, y'all, and watch the press secretary briefings again. The um, the press briefings that uh, the press secretary has with the media at the White House. I, I actually can sit through those again and watch them and be, you know, in tune and actually understand what's going on and not be confused by lies and malarkey. Um, <laughs> so I tune in to, you know, Miss Jen Saki. she's our current press secretary, and, um, I tune in to her from time to time, talking back and forth with the media, and I have come to realize that the media is not gonna chill on this unity narrative, okay? They want, okay, they want for President Biden to be the moderate, um, conjoining factor between the Democrats and the Republican Republicans that he claimed to be on the on the campaign trail as well as you know who he claimed to be in his inaugural speech you know coming in he's like I'm going to be the unifying force between these two parties and so you know I understand that that's the theme but what still confuses me and what still baffles me to this day is the media's insistence on making sure that the republicans have their fair share and their fair say and how we move going forward. Um, now, y'all know I'm the progressively optimistic truth teller. <laughs> Emphasis on the progressive, okay? Because if, if it was up to me, the supermajority would be done for, and we'd just be passing bills left and right. Okay, we're passing. We, we got 51 people. We're going to pass some bills, okay? We're going to pass some bills, and we're going to help the American people. We're not going to sit around and wait for the Republicans to get a backbone to actually do something or to come across the aisle and actually help somebody. Um, but, you know, with unity, when, when you make a claim as, as, you know, as profound as unity after what has all happened during, you know, the last administration, when you make the claim to be the president of unity, I can understand how the media will, um, you know, basically twist that to mean bipartisanship. You know, unity would would automatically equal bipartisanry. When I watch the um, White House press secretary briefing, briefings, y'all, <laughs> the amount of questions about, you know, if Biden will pass a, a bill that only Democrats voted favorably for, you know, um, is Biden going to get rid of the supermajority and the filibuster? You know, if, if Biden says that he's going to unite the nation, will he wait for Republicans to come out, come out with their own bill for coronavirus relief before he passes it? <laughs> and I'd just be listening like, I really can't wait till y'all let this unity shit go. <laughs> Like, I can't wait. I can't wait because we have been constantly reaching out, reaching across the aisle to people that just really don't give a fuck across the aisle. Like, you got the Marjorie Taylors in the house, okay, that are just being a complete and total QAnon nuisance, all right? You got Republicans in the Senate like Raphael, 
Ted Cruz, and damn, um, what's that senator from Missouri's name? I had to read um, Josh Hawley that they don't want to do the right thing for the American people. They just want to grandstand on this this shit show that the Republican Party is becoming. Um, if anything, I feel like the Republican Party would do good to lean a little bit left. I understand, you know, you uh, are the right side, but, you know, you as far right as y'all are right now, if you lean a little bit left, you'll just be towards the middle. Let's be real. <laughs> if you lean a little bit left, you're not going to be over here with us, and, and with the progressives. You're not even going to be with the Democrats. You'll just be a little bit more moderate um, as a Republican because the way y'all are going now, like, yeah, I might as well change our name to QAnon and Conspiracy Corner and, and just start campaigning on Reddit and the, the, the depths of 4chan because that's where y'all party is heading. But, um, you know, the big thing right now is the coronavirus relief bill. Biden has signed an executive order for uh, $1.9 trillion in coronavirus relief. And... Um, you know, he's ready to get the thing passed. He's ready to get it going. Bernie's like, Bernie's like, look, I'm headed to the budget committee. Let's go ahead and get it popping. Let's do what we need to do. But we still have Senate Republicans that want to, to, to sit around and haggle and go back and forth about this bill and try to cut, cut corners and, and skim a little bit off the top. We don't have time for y'all to skim anything off the top. Y'all skimmed off the top on the last bill, okay? Y'all should have saved y'all skimming for Trump. Ain't no more skimming, okay? <laughs> Ain't no more skimming. Y'all got to give the people what they need and give the people what they want. Because y'all sitting around trying to hold meetings for um, for 10 Senate Republicans, you know, came to President Biden in a meeting about their own relief bill that they've come up with that's only $600 billion instead of $1.9 And, you know, they're going to try to convince Biden to skim a little bit off the top. And he's already said that, you know, his fear with this bill is that he's doing too little already and, and not too much. So to come with lower defeats the purpose. That is where, that, that is where I get frustrated with the call for bipartisanship because it seems like bipartisanship automatically equals less for the American people. I I can't stand for less for the American people right now. People are poor that ain't never been poor before, okay? People dying ain't never died before, all right? We don't have time to play around with the American people when it comes to the military budget, when it comes to Wall Street, because, child, we can go ahead and get into GameStop, <laughs> Like, let's not talk about how the, how, the, how the American people had to pull the rug up under y'all, up under y'all's uh, Wall Street, y'all y'all's beautiful little Wall Street to save a childhood memory. Okay, all the '90s kids know GameStop was the shit growing up. Period. <laughs> Especially in the hood. In any, I don't know if this is just an Alabama thing, but if you had a Walmart, you know Walmart always has a plaza connected to it. Okay. Like, it'll be the Walmart on this side of the street, and then right across on the other side of the street, it'll be, you know, the little Walmart Plaza. And the Walmart Plaza will always have a clothing store, okay, some type of food, and a GameStop. Tell me if I'm, tell me if I'm lying. Some type of GameStop going to be near the Walmart Plaza. So when you was a kid, you know, you wanted to get you a little piece of, a little piece of game, that's where you went, GameStop. I had two younger brothers. When I got my car... Best believe we was going to GameStop, <laughs> okay? 
best believe we was going to GameStop to get them a little piece of game. So it's like the American people have had to kind of maneuver and learn the in and outs of the game just to get a leg up. And I'm just interested to see how quickly y'all gonna move on this on this Wall Street thing, on this GameStop thing. As of as of as of now, GameStop they still doing a thug dizzle. People still getting them a little piece of coin off of GameStop. Also, I saw people was getting them a little piece of coin off of AMC stock. I personally am not a big you know stock fan. I personally am very anti stock market. That's just who I am. But um, get y'all coin. Get y'all coin. Get y'all coin from this GameStop thing and get it as, as much as you can because I'm what I'm interested about with this GameStop thing is how quickly the government steps in to put some type of regulation in place when it comes to the people. Because we've been trying to get regulations on Wall Street for decades now. And now that the people have turned the tide, will the regulation come quickly? We don't know. We shall hold our breath and see. But that's usually how these things go with the government. That's why we need a lot more progressives in place to actually take care of the people when they get in office and not worry so much about bipartisan bipartisanship, quote-unquote, whatever the I mean, what is it really? What really is bipartisanship? What is reaching out to somebody who is determined to swat your hand away? But I digress. Excuse the excuse my um my ramblings that fell into GameStop. But you know this is why this is these are the ramblings of a progressively optimistic truth teller. So back to this COVID nineteen relief package because that's really what we're waiting on. That's what's really got the girls you know in a tizzy about the about the unity between the two parties. Um, that's what's really got the girls you know panties in a bunch. So. We're still waiting on the COVID-19 relief package. Um, I'm going to read this excerpt from the Washington Post. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who joined Biden for the meeting, pointed to data, data released a day earlier that showed 847,000 Americans filed for unemployment claims as the economic recovery lags and the pandemic worsens. The president is absolutely, absolutely right. The price of doing nothing is much higher than the price of doing something and doing something big, Yellen said. We need to act now, and the benefits of acting now and acting big will far outweigh the costs in the long run. Biden's calls for swift action come as congressional Democrats have signaled they are prepared to move on the relief package with or without Republican support in the coming days, despite the White House's repeated public calls for bipartisanship. Republicans have balked at the $1.9 trillion price tag of the bill and argued it may be better to allow more time for the relief bill passed in December to take hold. All right, Democrats, the ball of y'all court, People's Party. Y'all doing a lot of talking. Doing a lot of talking. Come on, get, let's get some action going. Because, um, of course, you know the Republicans are going to balk and they're going to say, it's too much money, it's too much money. Um, but as you can see, 847,000 Americans filed for unemployment, millions more, millions unemployed, millions underinsured, like we got to get the ball rolling on some of this stuff. So we're going to get Biden. I'm going to give you some time. Biden seems to be sticking to his guns. He had the meeting with the, the Senate Republicans and he made sure that he kind of made it be known that child, this is just a meeting. Like I'm not taking any, um, 
any criticism. <laughs> I'm not taking any um, shortcuts or any requests to skim off the top where we need to pass the bill as is. So we shall see. Um, I feel like instead of being bipartisan, we need to just start blaming the GOP out loud. Because as you see, Republicans have balked at the at the price tag. Blame blame my loud. I saw AOC post a uh, post something on Twitter the other day, and damn Ted Cruz gonna retweet it. Now Ted Cruz, Raphael, you know ain't nobody fucking with you, Raphael. Don't be coming over here trying to act like you with the cool kids and you on the progressive side after you didn't you did your part in staging a, a coup attempt. Okay, don't try to come over here now after you did instigated a whole insurrection. Okay. And AOC made it be known, like, look, Raphael, I'm not fucking with you. Any other Republicans, we can work together if y'all really want to work. But Raphael, you, you ain't trying to work, boo. And I, I'm with her on that. I'm with Cori Bush. I stand with Cori on everything she does. I love how Cori Bush is coming through Congress right now, okay? She's not playing no games. Sis is coming in there with her. Her, her bills ready, her memorandums, she's talking about white supremacy, she's bringing down white privilege, and she's there to stay, and, you know, sis made it, let it be known, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a fucking nuisance, okay, the girl is, is out here accosting people with no mask on, and I had to move my office, like, Cori Bush really tweeted that she had to move her office, because another congresswoman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Republican, from the farthest of the right, the QAnon conspiracy type, is out is is walking through the halls with no mask, just being a nuisance. Just because you're an elected official doesn't mean you're above reproach. I feel like we need to start calling these Republicans out, and now that we have the majority, we need to actually truly work as though we have the majority. I honestly like what I'm seeing so far. Um, I wish it was less. You know, I understand because. It, the call for unity was all within the inaugural speech and we are a bit fractured nation. We have 74 million plus um, Americans that voted for Donald Trump and I'm sure probably still feel some type of way, but you have 83 million plus Americans who voted for Joe Biden and who want to see a better America and want to see some change and want to see some progress. So we owe it to them as well. I understand we always want to look across to the, the ones that voted for Trump but we also owe it to the people that, that got out there and voted for Biden, okay? And the, and the rest will follow suit, okay? When you do wrong, wrong follows. But when you do right, right follows, all right? Um, so, yeah. Blame the GOP out loud and let's get this damn coronavirus relief passed, period, okay? And on that note, let's get into some Southern shit. Now, y'all know I cannot be the mouth of the South, and I talk about some Southern shit, okay? I know I got to talk about my people here down here in the South, okay? Uh, <laughs> let's get into T.I. and Tiny, y'all, because, child, this weekend was not kind to them. I mean, they were in the news, and it was not, it was not very good. If you did not get a chance to, you know, really dive into the tea that was being spilt on T.I. and Tiny, um, a whole gallon of Lipton right in their laps, child. It was a, it was a lot. Um, I strongly suggest checking out Lovely T on YouTube. Okay, I'm gonna link her description down, her video down in the description box. Okay, um, go watch her video because that girl went and did an in depth 
breakdown, okay? From the post that started it all, the background between the, the accuser, Miss uh, Sabrina Peterson, I think her name is, and the the accusees, okay? Their their history, their relationship, how Miss Shekinah got involved. Lord, Miss Shekinah, Shekinah, why you get involved, sis? I'm, my, my bless your heart gonna go out to Shekinah today because that's my sis and my spirit, and I just don't want her to get caught up in this mess, Shekinah. Don't do, don't get caught up in this if you ain't got nothing to do with it. But yeah, um, cause I'm not gonna go through all the backstory, <laughs> okay? Cause girl, it's a whole lot. But check out Lovely T's video if you need to know, you know, everything that happened. Um, I'm just gonna talk about it from this aspect, okay? Um, <laughs> being from the south, all right. To say that there have been rumblings, you know, to say that there have been uh, gossip, goss there has been gossiping, there have been words to the curb, okay, that, you know, T.I. and Tiny like to, you know, dibble and dabble with a little extra in their bedroom, if you know what I'm saying. You know, I'm not in these people's bedroom, but, you know, the word on the curb has been for a minute that, you know, they like to, to occasionally um, turn their bicycle into a tricycle, if you get what I'm saying, okay? And sometimes into a go-kart, bitch. Sometimes into a four-wheeler, depending on what type of night it is, okay? And what type of fun they want to have. Um, and I'm not shaming anyone for that, because if you want to have a good time in that way, and your spouse is down with it, and everybody is a consensual adult in the room, okay? Emphasis on consensual. Emphasis, double emphasis on adult, okay, somebody, and, um, you know, everybody has crossed their T's and dotted their I on their NDA, you know, have fun, do your thug thizzle, um, um, but, um, it's the area, the gray area, um, where, you know, um, being compliant turn, can turn into being complicit, okay, that, um, is, that has me scratching my head, um, it's where it goes from just a, a night of fun to a night of debauchery. Okay. That area where, where it crosses over into, um, things that are illegal, things that are unlawful, um, that has, you know, T.I. and Tiny fuck, fucked up right now because, um, Miss Sabrina has come out with accusations down to her um, Instagram story of about 25 to 30 different accounts of um, young ladies, quote, this is all alleged, quote, alleged young ladies, because, you know, it hasn't been too many videos, we haven't seen too many people, you know, actually speaking these things, it's been more so text into her DMs, but, you know, stories from alleged, you know, young ladies about their alleged experiences with um ti and tiny where you know violence has been thrust upon these ladies um drugs have been unwarrantedly thrust upon these ladies and you know that that's the account that's being told so um as far as that as as you know sabrina's coming out with that that bit of information of course, you know, they had to drop a statement. Um, you know, T.I. and Tiny had to drop a statement about what the hell was going on. So before I get any more into that, let me go ahead and read their statement. Um, and this is off of Complex, okay? 
In a statement to Complex from a spokesperson for Tip T.I. Harris and Tamika Tiny Harris, the couple called the allegations egregiously appalling and alleged to have experienced difficulty with Peterson, that's the accuser, for more than 10 years. They are taking this matter very seriously, the spokesperson said. Read the full statement below. Mr. and Mrs. Harris want to be on record and more importantly, want the public to know they emphatically deny in the strongest way possible the egregiously appalling allegations being made against them by Sabrina Peterson. The Harrises have had difficulty with this woman for well over a decade. They are taking this matter very seriously. Okay. Um, then T.I. came out on his platform and, you know, T.I. and the, the, the I stands for intelligent child because he just came out there with all the words um, explaining what his side of the story in, in all the words, okay? T.I., the, the I stands for intelligent and the T stands for thesaurus, okay? Because my man had every word under the sun. Um, this, is, this is a sticky situation. I mean, my thing with this is, you know... Really, all you can do is blame the patriarchy because the patriarchy makes such a fine distinction, such a um, concrete distinction, although it's not concrete at all, between women and hoes. And um, the patriarchy makes it possible for even women to go against hoes. And to say, you know, well, I, I'm not, I'm a woman. I'm not like these hoes out here. This and the third, trying to draw a line and make a distinction that is detrimental to women everywhere, um, because all it takes is somebody to call you a hoe to feel like they can dehumanize you, um, regardless of you're a hoe, a woman, um, a trans woman, because I'm, inc I'm including them in this as well. Okay, we all women in this. Um, it take it. It's that dehumanization factor. It's taking the man out of it, taking the human, taking the human out of you with words like hoe, slut, prostitute. Okay, sex worker. Pretty much. Let's be real. Um, to if you if you if you candle your body in that way, then it 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 allows for men and even women to t take advantage of you and to dehumanize you. And that's, that's not right. I mean, let's be real. Sex work is the oldest work in the book. Okay. We all know what Mary Magdalene was doing down to the Bible. Okay. And Jesus still very much wept. Okay. Jesus still very much loved Mary Magdalene. So let's be real. Like sex work should have been legalized by now. Okay. Pussy was probably the first piece within capitalism. <laughs> let's be real. Okay. Um, but you know, to take onus of your body in that way, it's not, it's frowned upon still. And that frowning, that having to ha having to make people hide that part of themselves it what is what makes them so susceptible to, um, to sexual crimes and sexual misconduct in this way. So I'm not saying this is all allegedly child. This is all allegedly, but, um, you know, um, T.I. is real, you know, cool and tight with Mayor Mayor Bottoms, okay? Mayor Keisha Lance, the Bottoms, um, 
of Atlanta and they got a mayoral race coming up and the accuser is homegirls, you know, good sisters with um, the lady that's trying to run against uh, Mayor Mayor Keisha. She's trying to run against the mayor and she's a city, city councilwoman in Atlanta. And this that's how that's all, this ball really all got rolling because, you know, Tia hang with Keisha. They said some things about Miss Felicia. Sabrina was like, no, God, let me go ahead and pull out the receipt that I have. Okay. It says, since we want to talk, let me go ahead and defend my girl. Let me tag Keisha in the post and let y'all know. Let me tag Mayor Keisha in the post and let everybody know that I got the tea. So, child. I, um, like I said, it's all allegations down to the internet right now, but the way that, you know, T.I. has disrespected women in the past, the way that he, you know, even disrespected his own daughter by making jokes about having her hymen checked, like she's not a whole fucking human out here, um, it's not looking good for y'all, like, I, um, you really hate to see it, you know, I fuck with T.I. and Tiny, you know, they, they, they have a cute little show down to VH1 with all their home, you know, all their homies, but, um, if any of this, if this snowballs and people actually come out with some more receipts and there's some videos that can, you know, the video, ev now I don't want to say video evidence, but, you know, videos of the accusers actually coming out and saying, you know, recounting their tales and you can see their faces, you know, people have to put a face to the accusation to really, you know, feel some type of way about it. That's why R. Kelly was able to do everything he was able to do to black women for so long. Um, and, you know, people, it was just gossip in the street and nobody really cared because, you know, you never really saw these people's faces. You just, they were just nameless women that he ran through but you know um I'm gonna keep I'm I'm keeping my ear to the street for this one child because I'm like if this is political in any type of way they may continue to keep on digging and if if more if these accusations can really come to light I don't know how many statements gonna help T.I. and Tiny but um some more southern shit love and marriage huntsville is back okay my city with people i don't know okay i don't know those folks on love and marriage huntsville but you know their stories are back and ready to be told on own um i watched the first episode or it's actually the 11th episode because i had to pause for um cut you know the pandemic, the panoramic, the panini press that we're in. They had to pause filming. So this is the latter half of the second season that they're airing now. Um, and I'm tuned in, you know, I'm trying to see what's going to happen with um, Miss Melody. I hope she really just, you know, spreads her wings and flies. Um, Martel is one of the worst kind of men. Um, and they are rampant down here in the South. Okay. If you see a Martel, you run, sis. You run for the hills and you run as fast as your feet can take you because they will talk so sweet to you, <laughs> okay? Have you feeling like that's just the best, the best, uh, the best man out here in these streets, okay? Have you feeling like he just a church going, nice young gentleman of the world, child? And as soon as they get you in the clutches, they out here living their best life on top of your head, okay? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna be tuning in to Love and Marriage Huntsville, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give y'all some updates, I don't know if y'all watching, 
But if you're not, you need to make sure you check out OWN. Okay, Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Check them out. It's some mess. It's some drama. It's some actual reality TV. Because that's what we've been missing with reality TV. The actuality of it all. You know, and actually while we're on reality TV, let me just go ahead and rewind back to uh, that T.I. and Tiny saga. Does this mean that we get to, you know, further exonerate Phaedra, Par Phaedra Parks and that she can come back to um, Real Housewives of Atlanta? Does this mean that she is exonerated for what she said, okay? Because we all know Candy and Ty, good homegirls and good homeboy with uh, T.I. and Tiny. Not saying they do the same thing. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is, can we exonerate Phaedra and bring her back on the show? Real Housewives of Atlanta, y'all bring Phaedra back. Because Portia and Candy already back cool for real. Like, they back, you know, in, in, in each other's good graces for the most part. If y'all bring back Phaedra, I'll be able to tune in. Because Real Housewives of Atlanta, let's be honest, has been boring. Okay? It's been a snooze fest. Outside of... Um, Drew Sedora, and that's the shenanigans her, her husband got going on, it has been a snooze fest. So bring back Phaedra. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and exonerate my girl, okay? We, she, she made the apology. She did what she did. She said what she said. She's sorry. Let's bring her back. I feel like I, I cape for her every, every chance I get, but that's because I love Phaedra. Like, that's my sister in my heart, too. But, yes, child, um... That's pretty much it for the Southern shit, y'all. I'm going to keep my ear to the street for this T.I. and Tiny stuff. See where that goes. Uh, make sure y'all checking out Love and Marriage Huntsville. And let's go ahead and get to this Bless Your Heart segment. Hey, Shekinah, my Southern sister. This Bless Your Heart is filled with love and understanding. Sis, with love. Please understand that this T.I. and Tiny situation is one you're going to have to shh, be quiet on. Don't get caught up trying to play Captain Save a Homegirl. When you hopped on live trying to defend your good girlfriend Tiny by saying that her ac accuser recruited girls for them, allegedly, your accusation turned into an implication. Like rubber to glue, your receipt bounced off his target and stuck to the Harris's. Recruit whom? For what? Girl, you basically said your friend robbed the bank, but her accuser bought the ski mask. Ma'am, it's all potential criminal behavior. I know you just want to help and clear your name in the process, but log off on this one, Shekinah. I really like you. You're a business savvy, funny, hood lady, and that resonates with my spirit. Do like we do. And mind the business that pays us and keeps us out of jail. Leave the paper trail to T.I. Bless yo, my name Bennett, and I ain't in it, heart. Well, we have come to the end of another episode of Mouth of the South podcast. Please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Wherever podcasts are streamed, child, you will find Mouth of the South podcast. With If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, and definitely if you have any bless your heart submissions, send them to the email mouthsouthpod at gmail.com. 
That's mouthsouthpod at gmail.com, mouth and south with an F. All right. Thank you for tuning in. And as we say down here in the South, when you do wrong, wrong follows. Bye, y'all.